London's Met Police under fire, new protest rules for Britain, the German local elections, and the Grammys. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Monday the 15th of March. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we're going to discuss the big news story from over the weekend in the UK. The police's response to the planned vigil. On Friday, we discussed the news that a group known as Reclaim the Streets had planned a vigil in honour of Ms Everard. Due to the coronavirus restrictions and the lack of police cooperation in the planning phase, the group had to cancel the vigil and urged people not to turn up. Current coronavirus rules in England state that only two people from separate households can gather and that those who organise events that breach this can face fines of up to £10,000. In light of this, the organisers instead encouraged people to light their own candle on their doorsteps. However, as the event had already been planned, and as people were keen to gather in order to mourn, people still turned up. Perhaps those who attended assumed that because the police had turned a blind eye to previous protests, such as Black Lives Matter and anti-lockdown demonstrations, that they would act in a similar way this weekend. After all, there doesn't seem to be a huge difference between the events. It turns out, though, that those attending, assuming that the police wouldn't intervene, were in for quite a shock. Some of those who attended the vigil were wrestled to the ground and placed under arrest. This caused controversy throughout the UK over the weekend, with the rather controversial police response being heavily scrutinised. Cressida Dick, the head of the Met Police, has been under intense pressure to resign from her position as a result. The Home Secretary, Preeti Patel, has however defended Dick, making clear that she wasn't calling for her resignation. Instead, the Home Secretary has instructed the police to conduct a lessons learned review into the actions of the Met. Additionally, the Prime Minister is set to attend a task force meeting about how to better protect women in the UK alongside Cressida Dick. What do you think though? Should Dick resign in the light of the events on Sunday, or should she remain in her position? And what do you think of the Met's response, especially considering that one of their police officers has been charged for the murder? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. In the second story today, we stay in the UK to discuss something going through the House of Commons this afternoon. This is the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill, which has been particularly controversial due to some clauses that relate to protest. The bill itself was drawn up in the wake of the Extinction Rebellion protests, which caused a large amount of disruption in London. The controversial part of the bill aims to make it easier for officers to shut down such protests. However, civil liberties campaigners claim that the bill simply goes too far. The bill will give the police powers to impose start and finish times on protests, as well as allowing them to set maximum noise limits. Although the bill won't allow protests to be blocked on the grounds of them being too noisy, it will allow the police to convict people breaking the conditions of the protests more easily. Criticising the bill, David Lammy, the Shadow Justice Secretary, called the bill a mess and claimed that it would lead to a situation where damaging a statute would have a higher sentence than attacking a woman. As we mentioned above, the government would defend the bill by claiming that it would reduce the ability of groups like Extinction Rebellion to block roads and stop people from getting to work. And due to the majority that the Conservatives have in the House of Commons, it's unlikely to be defeated, with the bill very likely to pass into law. 
Some Labour MPs are trying to convince Conservatives who criticised the Met's handling of the vigil on Saturday to vote against the bill. Whether this will be successful is as yet unknown, and it's unlikely that even if they do, they'll get enough support to defeat the government. Anyway, we're working on a full video discussing this controversial bill for the TLDR UK channel. So click the link in the description to subscribe to TLDR UK to be notified when that video is released. In the third story of the daily briefing today, we go to Germany to discuss the regional elections. With the coronavirus pandemic being the dominant issue in the news over the last year, it should come as no surprise that the German government's handling of the pandemic was a key issue in the election. With mask shortages, a slow vaccination rollout and yet longer lockdowns, the government has had a tough job of convincing voters that they should remain in charge. Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union, or CDU, lost to the Greens in one region and the Social Democrats in another. This loss in these two important regions really signals to the CDU that the general election, which is set to happen later this year, may be a particularly difficult one for them to win. They will already be going into the campaign without their leader Angela Merkel, who is particularly popular in Germany, and now it seems that they'll be doing so on the back foot. This is mere speculation though, and we'll have to keep an eye on developments in Germany in the coming weeks and months as we get closer to their election. We're also working on a full video about this for the TLDR EU channel, so make sure you subscribe over there as well. The link's down below. In the final story today, and after some pretty bleak stories, let's discuss something a bit more upbeat, the Grammys. While the full ceremony might not have been possible due to Covid, it was still a big day for music, with one of the biggest award shows being hosted, albeit virtually. So let's go through some of the biggest winners in case you missed it. Record of the year went to Billie Eilish for Everything I Wanted, with Billie also scooping best song written for visual media for her still yet to be released Bond theme, No Time To Die. The song of the year went to I Can't Breathe by Her. A bit of fun Grammys trivia, song of the year and record of the year might sound very similar, but they're actually awarded for two different things. Record of the year is awarded to the performer, but can be also awarded to other contributors, like singers, producers and engineers. Basically, it's about the recording itself. Song of the year, on the other hand, is awarded to the songwriter. Often the performer is also credited as a writer or co-writer anyway, so they often get the award too. Basically, Record of the Year is for those involved in the recording, Song of the Year is about the music itself. Anyway, there were also some other pretty historic wins, including Beyonce, who now with her 28th win, becomes the most awarded woman in Grammy's history. And Taylor Swift also became the first woman to win Album of the Year three times. Other notable winners include Best New Artist recipient Megan Thee Stallion, Best Pop Solo Performance Harry Styles, and Best Pop Vocal Album winner Dua Lipa. Anyway, for those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.